Yo, what up? This is Bilby, and welcome back to Your Scene. Once again, unfortunately, Milky couldn't be here for the intro due to the new restrictions surrounding COVID-19. So first up, I just want to wish you all the best during these times. Keep your heads up. We all got to stay strong. I know it's been rather difficult for a lot of people, but keep pushing through and hit someone up if you need. In this week's episode, we were blessed to sit down with the absolutely amazing MC, Joe Snow. Originally from Leeds in the UK, we talk on the formation of his crew, Defenders of Style, and everything surrounding that. We cover his solo releases and what it's like to work solo as opposed to working with a crew, his move over to Oz and the link up with the Punk Productions family, his immense work with the Guilty Party, its formation and continuation here in Australia in the form of the Safe House Sessions alongside Able 8, aka Raptor Hands and Sinks, and so much more. So again, if you're tuning in, you're a bloody legend, and let's get into it. We are honoured to present to you this week an absolute legend in the hip-hop scene, not only in Australia, but originally from the UK, with an extremely prolific discography. An incredible MC and hip-hop advocate, he's worked extensively with some of the country's finest and has well and truly cemented himself as part of the hip-hop culture in Oz. Defenders of Style's very own, Joe Snow, welcome to your scene, brother, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, we've got some oven as well. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So what's been going on? You... How's lockdown and all that shit treating you? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy times. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, I mean, it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, as far as projects wise, we're yeah. managing to get a load of collabs and stuff like near finished. So yeah, kind of just like doing the housekeeping, all the stuff that I've been meaning to do for ages, mm. and just yeah, haven't been. But then also started up some new projects as well. So we yeah. got like um, like me and Sinks have got a thing that we're gonna drop soon. I think we're calling it Fresh Pastries EP. Fresh. It's basically, we just got all these different, um, yeah, just use lockdown really and just hit up like all the different artists from around, yeah, like Melbourne. So there's a lot of Pang lads on it. We've got like Dill, Coots, um, yeah, uh, Dialect, and got Fresh. with Mons, and yeah, man, yeah, just kind of like a little mixtape jam, sort mm. of, yeah. So hopefully, we'll drop that soonish, I reckon, like hey. as soon as really, and then. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm mean, finishing off the uh, high track stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So game with sinks and uh, and able eight or rap towns. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm keeping busy. It's good. Good, yeah. It's good like Bill we predicted a few weeks ago. There's going to be some good music coming out of all this lockdown shit. Yeah, yeah I reckon, man. I'm just <laughs> waiting for everyone yeah. to start dropping everything. Hey, yeah, I reckon everyone's just been working so hard yeah. recently. Well, I've been working on like um, a solo album for like three years, three mm. and a half years, and it was fully meant to be dropping at the end of this year. Yeah. And then obviously this whole Corona thing happened, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, man! Everyone is going to be dropping music at the end of this year, so <laughs> yeah. it's just going to be like, uh, I mean, it's going to be an amazing time." Mm. But yeah, yeah, man. So I reckon I'll probably just like slow release some EPs and do it starting next year, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see how I see how it all pans out. One of those, isn't it? You always say a date on like a, on an interview or something like, yeah, man, definitely gonna be out by yeah. January, and it just doesn't yeah. come around and it goes on. Yeah, it's a long process, but yeah, yeah it yeah. is such a big process mm. to make an album, mm. any kind of project, like whether it be mixtape, single, EP, doesn't really matter. You're still putting the same amount of effort yeah. and stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, man. It was always like the um the shit that happens after you've made it. Yeah. That like you think like yeah cool I've done it's boxed off mm. and then it's like nah man like uh, organizing like album artwork and yeah. then like press kits and getting out and then like nowadays you've got to do it like with four weeks advance because there's all of like trying to get it onto playlists mm. and stuff on Spotify and like all yeah. this. It's like yeah there's a full like real job after you've finished it all so it's yeah. like you always think like yeah man I'm, it's nearly finished I'll put it out next week and it's like. Nah, man, it's just not going to be that, man. You've got to have, like, a good, like, two or three months, like, after a project's finished. So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, keen to hear it all. Yeah, Yeah. we'll, um, yeah, and we'll touch on all that again when we're wrapping things up. Yeah. Yeah. But as we do, let's let's take it back. You're originally from Leeds in the UK, so before we dive into your move to Melbourne, um, how'd you get into hip-hop back home? (sighs) So I think... 
on like my 13th birthday, my cousin, yeah, my cousin recommended, my mum was like, oh, I want to get him two, a couple of CDs for his for his birthday. And my cousin uh, recommended, he was a bit older than us, he recommended um, DJ Hype Classics in the Mix, so mm. a jungle CD. Mm. And, uh, and KRS-One self-titled, I reckon. So like, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, I think like that was, I mean, to be fair, that's the cool story. I, I've got this one where it's like every single rapper my age, yeah, whatever they say, like, yeah, like, oh, what what was the first ever thing that got you in a hip-hop, man? Yeah. If you're my age and you're from the UK, yeah, it will have been Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, man. You know I, what I mean, yeah. it's like, that will have been the first rapper yeah, right. you ever really, like, I don't know, man, like, you're like, you're like five or six and yeah. like Simpsons is on yeah. and Fresh Prince is on after, yeah? yeah right. It's like, I don't know, unless if you got like a, yeah, we were talking about other pang lads around the other day and like, uh, and yeah, and it was like, man, yeah. That was fully like the, the thing that got us in. And Dill was like, nah, he had an older brother, so he could straight go in with a cool story. And I'm like, nah, man. Yeah. Probably a lot of people lie. I reckon Will Smith is probably the guy who, yeah, right. who first got people into a lot of hip hop. But the cool story is KRS one self titled, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, so who was inspiring you to be an MC yourself? Or you obviously started there and, and got into hip hop. Yeah. What, what were you listening to? I think um, it was probably when uh, around like Louis Slippers and that. Yeah sort of genre when that came out and task force and like jest mm. and yeah you know what i mean and like and a lot of people a lot of them were from leeds originally you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. skinny man was originally from leeds yeah brain tax was from leeds mm. yeah. like and we had like quite a healthy scene already so like there was yeah and i think like they really influenced like oh shit man like you can just talk about like an english style of life you mm. don't have to imitate this american thing that's going on and that was really appealing so i think um yeah, yeah, probably started like taking. I mean, it all just started just freestyling with the with the lads that then ended up forming uh, Defenders. Yeah, but then I think um we first recorded on an eight track. I think I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mate's dad had one or some shit. I'm like yeah, so that will have been a while back, but it will have been fully influenced off the back of like ten pound bag and yeah and that sort of genre. Yeah, and then yeah, and then there was a load of guys in Leeds doing it as well. Like, uh, Double D Dagger, who were fucking amazing, man. Like, yeah, really, really good. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they always had an album that was meant to drop, and then it just hmm. didn't. And, I'd yeah, I'd love to know what happened there. But, yeah, yeah, really, really amazing MCs. And then, um, like, Nine Lives, which is, like, Optic and Chief Wigs and Elefino. And, like, yeah, man, there was, so there was, like, the older generations in Leeds that were, and, uh, yeah, and Icy. They were all making music, so it was like, oh, fuck, man, that's... There is a scene here. Mm. So like, yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah, man. No, it was good. So yeah. were you doing anything prior to the formation of Defenders of Style? You were formerly known as Lip, is that right? Fuck, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was a while back. Wow. Uh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a mad story behind that. I don't know whether I'm going to go into it. But yeah, yeah. basically, I, I, was, um, I was in Newcastle and, uh, and like when we were on my mate's radio show and I'd have been like, 17, 18 or something and I chewed my lip off the night before having too much fun and they were like oh what's your, what's your rap name and I was like oh Joe because I hadn't thought of one and then yeah. my mate Freddie used one and he's like we'll call you lip and I was like fuck man and then yeah yeah I kind of changed that out when <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit later on yeah right <laughs> yeah man that was a while back oh shit but um no nah, no nah, we started off with Defenders Defenders yeah, was okay. the first thing cool so yeah. how'd that come how'd, yeah how'd it come together um, so me, Jack and Disgust were all in the same year at school and Henry was a year above and went to a different school, Priest. Yep. But yeah, we just, we just all hung about together really. And yep. yeah, yeah, man, just, uh, just hanging out as teenagers and doing a lot of freestyling. Mm. And then, yeah, man, I think, um, I think, yeah. A, so the first thing we ever recorded was my mate, Tom. His dad had a had an eight track like I was saying before, and like yeah, and we recorded something and it was really shit and like bad quality. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Tricky's uh, disgust, uh, his um, I think his dad got him like, like had a mate who uh, that yeah friend who owned the studio, and like was like oh I'll book it out for an afternoon for your birthday or some shit. So we went down to the studio and made this um, made this track called In the Shadows yeah. and it was like proper like yeah. Yeah, it was funny, man. It was like almost like like because the producer's like main influence was like obviously American hip hop, yeah. so it had like a real like uh, yeah American twang to it. It was like in the shadows, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> like proper like polished and really clean and like yeah, yeah. yeah man, I, I, 
don't know whether that that's probably still about somewhere, man. I think someone uploaded it to MySpace or some. It'll be really bad. I remember like one of the lads like um yeah, we were just just going in and rapping and then like uh, and then like yeah, just taking up like fucking two minutes worth and it's like yeah. so you need to do sixteen bars. It's like what <laughs> what do you mean sixteen bars? What's sixteen bars? Like literally like we'll have been like, yeah, young. Mm. You know what I mean? And then um yeah. Yeah, I think um so uh, the first proper release was Thoughts, Thoughts of a Nameless. Of a nameless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So two thousand and nine. The yeah, first, fuck, first man. Defenders of Style album. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2009. Yeah. 11 years ago. Yeah, yeah. shit, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, man. What was it like, you know, just coming up from doing the old track to putting a full dope album together? Yeah. So dope. Yeah, same, same. I remember when we got the CDs and like, yeah. Uh, and we were like, yeah, and a thousand CDs gets dropped up at your doorstep and there's just a picture of him. I saw a fuck of a lot of CDs, you know, I was like, fuck. But like, yeah, man, like, yeah, it was fucking, I think, um, like, with Defenders of Style, and like, well, with my music back in the UK in general, uh, Jack Dan's has always been the driving force. He's yep. always like, he just like, uh, yeah, later on, like, he really coined his own, like, sound and mm. real unique shit. But like, yeah, with, um, yeah, with Thoughts, I think he just started putting the beats together, and then we recorded thoughts i don't think we had our own setup at that point i think we recorded it i might be wrong about some, no we recorded it at sonar cousin's place um yeah because he had a studio and yeah man like and then got um yeah got shanai who is uh uh yeah discus um sister yep. mm. like uh, yeah she's got an amazing voice so she was like yeah so she did like the hook on spend my days and still to this day like that one's been picked up by the most um uh, Spotify playlist and shit. So Spend like that's... my days. There's so many <laughs> yeah. heavy hitters yeah. in this though, like Under Pressure, yeah. Waste Man, yeah, dude, man. Amateur, like so many fucking sick tracks on this yeah. on this project. I haven't listened man. to it in years, you know. I might I've gone mm. back and give it. Like I find it really hard to listen to stuff from like ten years ago because yeah. you're just cringy. So I'll be like, ah, fuck, what am I talking about here, yeah. man? Like, it's like a fully grown person. You're not gonna chat about this shit that you do. Mm. But I mean, it's all it's all part of like the progression process, and, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, it's like it's very much like talking on topics that an 18 year old is going to talk about you know what I yeah mean? But it's like but yeah man yeah. and you know i always say this like um as a fan i would prefer to hear someone's story like from the beginning even yeah. if you're not necessarily that person anymore like everyone grows yeah, yeah. and evolves and stuff but seeing that progression through artists in quality in their like lyric writing even just the music in general yeah. like the quality of the music the mixing and stuff mm. yeah it's fucking yeah. awesome to see you know where it started and where you're at now yeah yeah man. but it was like there was always like a drive to like do lords more because jack has a, a really like short thing with um with his like beats mm. like he'll listen mm. to it and then like he, especially around that time he was just evolving so quickly so like i remember like like, Wasteman was the one that I always wanted to do live. And it'd be like, yo, we got to do it. And he's like, man, mm. I fucking hate it. I'm sick of Wasteman. Like, we're sick of production. Right, right. Like, because he's just evolved so past it. Like, by the time that we were putting out, like, Dirty Sterling and Dolce and, like, had, mm. like, a completely different sound yeah. to what was on Thoughts. Yeah. And, like, mm. yeah, man. So, so there was always, like, this, um, yeah, this evolution, like, just happening and again with uh, with Dan's being the main driving force behind it all, man. Mm. So it's like, yeah, yeah, man. So it was like, what was the response like to it when it went back in 2009 yeah. in Leeds, you know? Like, yeah, it was crazy. Like, doing shows and... and yeah, sort of, yeah, 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 man. Like, it went... I think, like, because, like, there wasn't many people, like, like just smashing out music independently. Mm. Yep. You know what I mean? It was like... Uh, it was a different time, man, because it was kind of like the very... It was just on the cusp of the internet starting and, like, uh, like it wasn't really about... Like, s downloads were there and, like... Streaming wasn't hadn't really took off yet, like mm. so yeah you just kind of like yeah really different time so you'd be yeah just trying to sell your merch and stuff mm. and you kind of like a lot of people really needed like a label to back it and we always did everything like in house so there wasn't many people doing independent stuff yeah around. I mean I'm sure there was I'm sure there was like loads but yeah. yeah so it was um yeah man but it got a really good response man like I remember um. I think it was like when our first music video, when we did our first music video, that things really started to, to take off, man. Like that was when, like, uh, yeah, I don't know which album that was off, Fish in a Barrel. 
I think it, it might have been Fox. It might have been yeah. might have been Dirty Sterling or one of the later ones. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think like that's when that's when things really started turning. But Fox got a really good yeah. Mm. Got a really good response. Like it's still Yeah, fresh. Yeah. So Dolce still knew over. Yeah, yeah, so correctly. So. No idea. I have no idea, man. Like, um, yeah, I had an Italian friend, and like, and she was like, um, like, yeah, you just, you all just pronounce that so wrong. Yeah, because like, yeah. it's like for Yorkshire, I was like Dolce still nouveau, mate. Yeah. You know, and it's not, so it's meant to um, it's meant to translate to sweet new style or something like that. But yeah. it's like yeah. we just we were always playing off a DS thing. Yeah. It just sounded really cool, but I think in a Yorkshire accent, it doesn't really have the same. Yeah. The same so was it, they were a group of 13th, 14th century Italian poets? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Some crazy shit like that. Yeah, so yeah. Did you, was that like, you know, the like idea of, of the album name? I or? think it was just because it sounded cool and had DS yeah, in it, right, you know okay. what I mean? So it was all like, yeah, we always like, like there was a few, like we did Dirty Sterling and Dolce Still Nouveau, and they yep. were just playing off a DS thing, I think. <laughs> but then um, I didn't come up with that one. I think it was, I think it was discussed, so... Yep. So yeah, maybe maybe it had like some some of a deeper meaning. Yeah. I don't know. I was, yeah, 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 yeah. That was um that was crazy. One of those tracks got picked up by Beyonce. What? Like, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So Beyonce was doing a tour around the UK, hmm. and um and yeah, and she was just blogging music which she heard from different cities. And Alchemist Cats, which is me and uh, Disgust, like uh, I just got a phone call off my mate, and he was like, "Oh, you're on the Beehive blog," and I'm like. Alright, cool. Like no idea what the Beehive blog is. It was like, yeah, safe man, someone's blogged that shit. And then I saw him out and he's like, Man, that's mental, innit? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, that's fucking Beyonce's blog. I was like, what? And like looked, I was like, shit, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, and she like blogged our music when she cause she had a gig in Leeds, so yeah. someone must have played it or some shit. Yeah, it was yeah. mental. Yeah, yeah. That is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Beyonce, yeah, what I the remember, fuck? Yeah, I remember sitting there thinking, Jay-Z, he's going to call me any second now. <laughs> Little lad from Leeds was like, come sign with us, mate. Yeah. Flying you to New York. It's like, yeah, it never happened. Bugger. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, if man. only. Yeah. So, um, Dirty Sterling came out 2012. Yeah. Talk us through that. How did the album come together? Yeah. Um, I think Dirty Sterling was recorded when we lived with each other. I yeah. think we all got a house together. I might be wrong here. They all kind of jumble up into like, you yeah. know, those years between like 18 and 24, man. Yeah. Like, they're pretty hectic years, aren't they? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's, um, and it kind of like, yeah, Dirty Sterling. Yeah, I think, I think me, Henry and Jack were living with each other and Tricky was, uh, Disgust was living around the corner. And yeah, man, and, and again, we were just constantly, because we had, um, yeah, we had a really good following on Bandcamp. Like, Bandcamp was really, and it was in a day where, like, you could only get 200 free downloads um, a month, and then people had to pay. Yep. Yeah. So it was like, so that was really working in our advantage. Like, we'd put up, um, yeah, like, so things with Forts and Dolce, like, they were hitting every month when it renewed. We'd put up a thing like, look, we've got the 200 free downloads, who wants it? And mm. all you have to do is leave your email, yeah. and like, and then you get like, uh, I mean, it'd hit the thing, and then if people start buying it afterwards, mm. so like, we were actually making a little bit of coin, like for, for it. So it was like, it was really, I mean, that wasn't a reason why we carried on making music, but mm. it was like just another. It was they were working, it was like being successful. So it was like, we were, yeah, we were just constantly working on things, man. I think, I think we've almost always been like that. Mm. Like me and Jack are working on a project right now. I think like there's always been something that's been getting worked on in the background yeah but um yeah so i think dirty sterling was just a like yeah continuation from that it was a lot more um this is where like dan's is really starting to coin is like his like sound i think with dolce and dirty sterling mm. him and um he was at college with like moriachi and like getting into True. like all of um yeah like getting introduced to like all of like uh the sheffield lot like trellian and sniff and like uh, <laughs> Yeah, and Figment and people like that. And like, yeah. And like, just the, the kind of, yeah, just more embracing like that Northern England sound, you know, like yeah. that, like really dark, like slower tempos, really mm. darker beats. And like, yeah. Like yeah, the man, Blur like, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blur yeah, records yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's yeah, sort of yeah, shit. Sure. They're, they're all one camp now anyway. And like, Jack, mm. Jack's putting out stuff with them boys. Oh, so it's true. kind of like, yeah, they're, um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's like, it was a very Northern England like style of like, cause then you go down South and like, yeah, like high focus and, mm. uh, and everyone like it's, it just, it was a different sound, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So I think, yeah, it was through those two albums that 
that Jack really started to coin that. And we, I remember me and Henry at first, man, because like the beats just slowed down. Mm. And we were like, man, this isn't 90 BPM. What the fuck? How do you do a slow flow? And it was like, <laughs> just not, just try to wrap your head around it, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, because it's, because like, yeah, on slower beats, it's like, like you can really tell someone's style. You can really like hear each syllable because you can't just like quickly speed over it, you know? What yeah. I mean? so it's, yeah. yeah, man. It's a, yeah. Yeah, I reckon those were the albums. And I think one of those was where, Fish in a Barrel came out. Yep. And, yeah, man, so going back to that, that was when things really, like, kind of took off for DS, I think. Um, yeah, basically this lad, Chris and John, who, like, uh, yeah, now, yeah, they did loads of our videos. Mm. But, um, yeah, they hit us up and they were like, oh, we run gigs in Blackpool. Um, if you want to come and do it, we'll either pay your standard rate or we can make you a music video. Mm. We we're like fuck yeah man like uh, MTV Cribs and shit music videos like <laughs> so yeah yeah man so we um went down and they did yeah and we just were like fuck it we'll just do a real simple idea and just move a sofa everywhere and <laughs> yeah man it like it, it works like people I think it was it was a different time as well like mm. the algorithms on Facebook were like if you click like then it shows so and so has liked this video you know yeah. what I mean so all you had to do yeah. was click like on a video. For it to be shared on your page, yep. more or less. Yep. Yeah. So the views picked up really quickly. Um, blogs in Europe started taking it on. Huh. We managed to get like yeah people down south listening, which was yeah kind of new for us. Like very much like you're very segregated in the north. Like there's not mm. like whenever you ask someone what their favorite rappers are, they always just talk about southern rappers. No one ever. Yeah. It's very like I mean now maybe a little bit different, but like yeah, especially in that age. So that was really cool. And like I remember like Chris Sicker hitting us up that festival season basically saying like yo he puts on like yeah stage at all these different festivals and he was like yeah man like i've seen you, seen your video of you all sat on the sofa do you want to come and play the stage down at um i think it was boom Bat festival first huh. and then we did like naz festival with him and yeah so so we first got like our experience on like doing like big festival stages and shit off the back of that Actually. which i think was um i think that was a dirty sterling yeah uh video yeah yeah man so coming into around 2014 you released sense out of madness yeah so was that your first solo release yeah 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 yeah, man i think um yeah like because because dan's was doing solo stuff as well yep and it was like oh fuck man we can like yeah can do this other thing over here and like uh, i think like yeah because with defenders like it's like uh it's four lead singers in a band, you know what I mean? Mm. And everyone's mm. got their own ideas yeah. and like the amount of times that you'd have to like, like step back and like, okay, cool. Like I, I chose a vibe this time. So it's not my say this time. So I think I had a real urge to, um, yeah, to just uh, be able to just make whatever I wanted. Mm. Um, yeah, man. So did, um, who produced that? Was it? Loads yeah. of different people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just picked up beats from loads of different. So there's, um, there's a couple of dance things on there. Yeah. I think, um, Got a couple of beats off Wizard. Um, I don't know. I forgot. It was, yeah, again, it was quite a while, but man. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man. Have you done any production yourself? Nah, 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 nah. It's something that I kind of wish I'd got into, but I'm, mm. yes, yeah, it's the patience part, man. I'm not a very, I'm not a very patient guy. <laughs> like, I'm very much like, I mean, like, you look at like, uh, yeah, the patience of like Jack or Musty or Kooks or like, yeah. you know what I mean? I can just like, and yeah, and I just don't really have that. I'm very much like, yeah, more than it, And also, like, when you've got those people around you, it's kind of like, you've got that thing of, like, oh, fuck, man, I'm going to try and make a beat, but come on, compared to these guys, yeah. it's going to sound shit, innit? And, like, <laughs> kind of just beat yourself up before you even started. But, yeah, man, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't, I'd probably try my hand at it at some point, but I don't know. No, it's never been something that I've really, yeah, really got into. I only learned how to record myself, like, a few years back, <laughs> man. Just, like, yeah, you've just seen it done all the time, and it's like, Mm. Never knew, actually knew how to just even do a basic level of recording stems. It was only when I started doing like this new job, mm. that, like that. Yeah, yeah. I started. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really a producer at all, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So defenders of style versus the office. Yeah, uh, um, came out the same year. What's uh, what's the story there? Who, that who, was that was one of the funniest things to record on. Yeah. So the office is just like yeah, they're just a bunch yeah a bunch of lads from Leeds, man. Yeah, and like uh, they were like the other crew at the time that were popping off. Yep, and um, yeah, and Alamac had a studio space that he called the office. So uh, so they'd all be like, "Oh, you coming out of the office today?" And like, <laughs> rah, rah. and like yeah, basically we just got chill at his house, and it was just 
whoever was there would get a fat bottle of liquor and get really drunk and yeah. just record whatever was wrote in that session. Like, so yeah, yeah, man, I loved that one. And it yeah. was like at the same time that we just started putting on the guilty party nights. Oh. Yeah. So we did the very first. Oh no, it wasn't. We'd done a few beforehand. We'd done like them at smaller venues, but like a big venue called the Belgrave had opened up in Leeds. It was like 200 capacity, like nice stage, good sound system. Like, and we just managed to like get the gig to put on the hip hop nights there. So we did. Yeah, we did the album launch there, which was madness. It was well loose. Mm. It's good fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a um, cipher from six years ago yeah that'd be yeah. 2014 that would have been yeah. for the album i guess yeah yeah well it was it was guys. for the for the album launch so yeah. it was literally it was because um we were talking about uh so i ran the guilty party nights with matter and uh mr riss from alphabetics and um yeah basically we were like throwing up ideas of like best way of promotion like do you do the poster run do you do the flyers and we were like man like youtube gets so many hits at the moment man like uh, we'll do that as a flyer you know what i mean mm. like we'll just get get the um yeah get every as many rappers as we can from that cypher and like yeah and that's a them. fresh idea man like yeah, man. hitting like nine and a half minutes yeah mm. on youtube yeah that's a fucking flyer and yeah, a half <laughs> that's fresh yeah i think it was like the second take as well that we got it in true like, yeah yeah it went up and like yeah and it's like there's so many different generations of leads music there yeah so um yeah so d busy who comes towards the end. He was one of the lads from Double D Dagger, who I was on about before. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, and then obviously, like, there's, like, our generation, which is, like, uh, DS and The Office, and then people like Petrelli, who was, like, still, like, he'll have been, like, 17 in that video, I think. Mm. Like, Fuck, yeah, man. man. So it's, like, there's, like, three or four different generations of, like, Leeds hip-hop in that. Mm. I'm just gutted we didn't use our own beat, you know? Like, yeah. I was just like, this beat bangs, let's use this. <laughs> and it's now, like, on 80K for 80K views. And yeah. so, like, oh, we could have probably used our own beat there. But, yeah. I think Cyphers have a one as well because everybody shares them, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah. it's like you get nine people sharing a video straight away, man. So it's, like, automatically just starts getting a bit of traction. But, yeah, yeah that was good fun, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's man. fucking hectic, man. Mm. So we're coming in around 2015. Uh, is this around when you were moving to Melbourne? Around this sort of time, or maybe not quite. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. So yeah, who, it will have been. It'll be like, oh no, no. Well, yeah, yeah. About like four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah. so around 2015. Yeah, around so who who'd you connected with here before you hopped across the pond? So, um, what's mad is the, the very first guy I recorded with in Australia was Shadow. He hit me up when he was like, he'll have been young, man. He'll have been like, I don't know how young, but yeah. He just um, randomly hit me up and was like, oh, yo, uh, yeah, man, do you want to make a track? And I'd got a holiday booked out here with, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with like Lego and, and a couple of other mates. And I was like, yeah, man, let's let's work. I'm coming out there. Can you hook us up some some producers? I mean, not producers, some promoters um, so that I can try and get a couple of gigs out there. And yeah, and we'll do we'll do a track. And I don't think the track of a sort of a light of day. But like, uh, but yeah, yeah, he sent me like an M phases beat and yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah mum, that's yeah, it was it was that's mad. pretty fucking <laughs> huge, man. Yeah, it was crazy and like yeah, yeah, M phases snow and shadow, bro. Yeah. Oh no, I think I think I don't know whether he had the rights to it or not. Oh. <laughs> I think he just, I think, like it's he's um he's yeah he was a young lad at this point, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. way before because it was a couple of years later that I was like because we still just always chat on facey and that and then. Mm. Yeah, man, like, and I saw him go viral, and that was like, oh shit, and then that's where, like, it's, yes, yeah, banging watching his um his progress now. He's proper killing it these days, mm. and he's like getting like, like yeah, tens to... of thousands of views in like a matter of like days and that. And, like, yeah, yeah, man. And getting and, like, signed to Golden Era. Yeah, 100%. As well. but, like, but like, yeah, he's been grafting since he was like young, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I wasn't hitting up like rappers from the other side of the world when I was, you know what I mean? Like, he's had mm. that hunger from a crazy young early age, man, so everything is. He's reaping now is the benefits of like years of hard work, even though, even though he's still so young. Mm. Now you know what I mean. Like he's, yeah, no, a lot of time for that guy, man. He's killing it. Uh, so yeah. how'd the link up with Musty and Pain come about? Yeah, that was um just through the internet, man. Yeah. Like um, yeah, really mental. Like cause like now, like you know what I mean. Like with some of my closest mates and that. So yeah. it's like it's really weird to think <laughs> we could have like out of, I just um put a status up and was like, oh, I'm uh, um in Melbourne. Who should I work with? And uh, loads of people that listen to Defenders of Style were also punk production fans, so Musty's name came up. And yeah, man, I just uh, went to his studio and like, obviously he's got 
He's got like those beats that like yeah, just you know what I mean. Mm. Well, you you hear it must be yeah. and you're like fuck yeah, I'm working with this guy. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I mean? He's a but I didn't realize like yeah, like his status at all. You know, I just was I like yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was only until like he was like oh we'd done a few tracks and he was like oh come and do um uh, do you want to perform these tracks live? At, um, I think it was Discourse's album launch. I think uh, me and Dialect did 15 minutes each. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, and I'm there, and, like, you know what I mean? And everyone's going up to him, like, rah, rah, and I'm like, oh, shit, man. Like, yeah, this guy is, you know what I mean? He's, uh, <laughs> he's about the scene, because he's just so, like, quiet and humble, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, uh, yeah, man. It's only, like, uh, yeah, as things progressed, I was like, ah, oh, shit, man, I've really landed on my feet with this label, <laughs> man. Like, that's, that's absolutely banging, like, yeah. It seemed like it was just supposed to be yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. what, was, what was really mental, yeah, was... um. Um, two weeks before, so his name came up in my, on my status when I put it up and I hit him up and, um, and randomly two weeks before, uh, Coots had gone around and been like, Hey, seen these guys from Leeds rapping on a sofa. <laughs> and he was like, I and mean, then two weeks later, he was like, man, you'll never get like that. Joel Snow just hit me up and like, he's going to come around to the studio on it. So it was really like weird timing, man. Mm. Like, but, but yeah, hundred percent. Like they're like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like mad class mates now. And like, yeah, we've got mm. some, yeah. And the synergy in sound as well, like your voice works so well over those beats, you know, everything just seems like it, it just like connects and works perfectly. Mm. Yeah. Did you always plan on staying here in Melbourne? Because I mean, you're living here Um, now or or was it meant to be like a shorter trip? No, it was just kind of like bit by bit. Like, so I came out here just for like, um, we were just traveling around with a few mates and... And I met Abel then, because um, Lego is signed to Boomback Productions in York, which is, um, I think it's York. Yeah, it's um, a label in the north. And um, and Abel had put out some records with, with them. And so he was like, oh, no, this producer, we should go link up with him. And like, uh, yeah, and so, so we started. And I just remember, like, and I knew a few lads who already lived out here from Leeds. Like, um... Yeah, and it was just, a, I just got the vibe straight away, you mm. know what I mean? Like, because when you're kind of travelling around and that, you get, um, you just kind of do the same thing in different places, you know what I mean? You go, like, you got Sydney and you go get your Harbour Bridge photo and then you're like, fuck it, got a Bondi Beach, all right, we'll go pub, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's kind of like, but, like, when I came to Melbourne, like, I already had, like, mates who, like, uh, like I rang them up, like, yo, I'm in the city. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of the city. There's not to do in the city. Come up to, like, one of the areas, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's... So yeah, yeah, man, I just got the vibe for it and was like, I mean, when I got back home, I can't remember just waking up on like, uh, on a mattress on Jack's floor at like seven o'clock in the morning on like a Monday, like, the fuck am I doing? I'm off to Australia. <laughs> it's like, like for the same price as like uh, first month's rent and a deposit, I was like, I can get a one-way flight and base on one of my mate's sofas until I, I get my shit sorted. So yeah, man. And like, yeah, came out here and started working with Abel and Musty and that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah man. Have you been back home much? Uh, I try and go back like every every couple of years. Yeah. Like every two years, I try and go back. Like I was wanting to get back this Christmas, but I don't know whether yeah. don't know mm. if that's going to be possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Try and get back as much as possible. It's like, yeah, it's real deep on my partner because like she's like just got to go on holiday to Leeds every two years. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah same price. You could go to New York or fucking, <laughs> like literally fly on the other side of a Le- of uh, country to go to Leeds. But but nah, nah, man. Nah. Yeah, I got back as much as as much as possible, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Defenders of Style, The Death of Meaning, uh, the highly acclaimed 2015 album. Um, yeah. Yeah, talk us through how this one come together. It's such an incredible album, and both Philby and myself have still bumping it regularly. This is um, the first album that I got into from yeah. DS, yeah. man. It's like, and, and then going back and listening through the yeah, older man. shit, but this album, fuck, mm. it's yeah. so good. I think like with that one, like yeah, again Dan's like full on driving force of defenders. He'd yeah, he just uh he was like, This is gonna be our first proper album. The other ones are all kind of just like mixtapes of yeah. whoever's in like whoever was around, like um like Dirty Sterling's just like whoever was in the studio, it was like Matter and Lego have loads of features on it and like uh, you know what I mean it wasn't so this was like the first proper like Defenders of Style album, I think, and yeah, and it was like yeah, so like yeah, Jack just went in on it really. It's probably one of my favorite projects that we've done as as Defenders. It that is dive. such a great yeah. fucking project, man. Yeah. So many good tracks on this, mm. and the beats again, man. The I think beats. like this is where this is where like Jack's hit his level now. You know what I mean? And it's like it's yeah, so and everything everything crazy. after that point on is just like pure flames. Like he's always been dope, but I think like with 
would definitely mean and it really yeah did he That's engineer it as well was he doing the mixing yeah 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 yeah, yeah everything absolutely yeah. yeah everything's all anything anything that comes out of the music like it's all dance like yeah it does yeah really puts in all of the extra hours and that man like, yeah it's very solid yeah man if, were, you, were if, you working on it for a while um because i mean like we're, we're talking yeah. about a pretty narrow time frame here like you, there's been a lot of Defender stuff coming out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I mean, like I say, literally as soon as one thing was finished, we would have started another. Yeah. Like, because it was, it was also just what we did as as our social time, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that was like... Like, like we, we're not just like... Like, we're all best mates and that, you know what I mean? So we'd all be chilling with each other all the time and it'd be like, Jack's constantly making beats. So you just hear it and you'd be like... So projects would just, like, start as soon as one was finished. Mm. So I'm guessing, like, probably... Yeah, after the last project finished, yeah. like... Definitely meaning will have started up. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you haven't copped it yet, go check out yeah. that album. Yeah. It's off its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the um the photo was done by Figment, you know, um, from uh Sheffield. Like the the artwork. He's like a mad oh, photographer, man. Like really, really one of my favourite rappers as well. But like yeah, yeah right. Yeah, man, like yeah, crazy photographer. So it's um I think it's of a block in Sheffield. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty impressive. It's fresh artwork. Mm. Yeah, mum. Yeah, it's a bomb. So coming into right around twenty sixteen, I know you know me, you, <laughs> and yeah, I've had name. to really <laughs> practice that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, your solo EP released through Pang Pang Productions. Yeah, mum. Um, yeah, was this when you officially became a part of the Pang Crew? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't. There was never really an official part. Yeah. Like, I remember, um, like, so when Musty and Dialect are on, um, are on uh, the, oh, what's he, the one in Brisbane, the podcast on in Brisbane. Beers, 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 beers. Yeah, beers. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're on that, and like, and <laughs> yeah. they're talking about him. Yeah, like, oh, so is Joe part of Pang? And I'm like, fuck, we never actually had this conversation. You know, you better say yes, because I just kind of bought the t-shirt and was yeah. like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We can just kind of, yeah, man. But um. Yeah, I think like when I when I got here, I was just like the easiest way of like yeah meeting people on your level and that is like just mm. right. I'll just start a project, you know what I mean? And like so I got like a lot of different producers. So I must have did one or two of the tracks, and then mm. one of the tracks I'd already done back in the UK. Uh, she wish, like, yeah, was done back in the UK with that kid. Um, yeah, yeah. Rez well, it was one. so it was originally just um, Rez, and yeah. Rez was like yeah, like as as always with. With rappers, it was taking ages to get his vocals, and um, and that kid had just got out of prison, and like uh, was just mad hungry, you know what mm. I mean? Because he just mm. hadn't done any work for like however long, so he was like, "Yeah, man, let's do a track." And I was like, "Man, I've been hitting Rez up about this track that's just all about painting and making music, like you'd smash that, you know what I mean?" And like then within a week, it was like, "Yeah, he'd got Rez's vocals, got his vocals, sent it back," and like and yeah, Hashfinger. Is just a don. Like yeah, he's got such such banging beats. That's yeah, such yeah, a man. fresh fucking tune. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And like when when we put it out, like when we got the EP together, and like and and I asked Musty if he wanted to put the thing out on Pang, and he was like, yeah, yeah. And like straight away he was like, yeah, this is the track, and like I'm gonna make a banging video for it. Yeah. And he basically just made like a graph lick with like retainer and Balster and everyone. <laughs> and like yeah, man. Yeah, it's like it's fresh. It's like just all of these different artists from like so many different cities all over the world. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, man. It's yeah, so it's fucking dope, man. Mm. Like I'm still listening to this album <laughs> yeah. all the fucking time. Bro. Yeah. It's so fresh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you want a beer? I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, I'm alright at the moment, cheers. But yeah. Yeah, so the the name from I feel like it's gotta be explained a bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> it definitely has to be explained. Basically my mate was on a bus, yeah. And like and this guy like uh just got on the bus. And was like proper like Leeds Chava dude, and we're just like, hey yo, I know you know me you. Like, could have just said I know you, you know what I mean? But it's the way he described it was like, I know you know me you much. Like, like yeah, my mate Henry just like just quoted it all the time and yeah. that yeah, and he just had me in stitches. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm calling my fucking album. Man. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. Yeah, very fresh, man. The whole thing super solid. Again, if you haven't copped it, mm. go check it out. So, yeah, would you, I mean, you know, most of your work, I guess, has been with Defenders, you know, like that was your yeah. second solo release. Yeah, yeah. Would you say your writing and creativity differed between working with your crew to working on your own? Well, I think like what it was, was 
like I mean one is so much longer right and yeah. you've got to write three verses instead of just one sixteen. <laughs> mm. so like it takes like uh, but I think um like my main drive with music and anything creative like like painting and music and shit is I love the social side of it you know mm. what I mean like just getting to link up with people and yeah hear crazy stories and work on shit so I think um like I've still definitely had the same work rate I've been mm. working as part of projects but They've just been going out underneath like other people's like names and aliases and things like that. Yeah. So it's like done a load of like, yeah, yeah, just doing like loads of collabs. And then the fisherman friend thing, obviously, like the first one came out underneath Coots because we didn't think well, you could put it up underneath two different guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, uh, but yeah, yeah. Man, so it's um, yeah. I think I've definitely like still still been working on shit, but yeah, but yeah, man. Very like much. yeah, man. Yeah, it just comes out underneath different different titles which mm. i think is very much like our uh, also like with if you look at like the way that the younger generation do it and the way that like with with like our generation it was kind of like if two or three rappers make more than one track together then like you kind of come up with a name for a crew and like mm. you know what i mean and that's like whereas like now with everything being so personalized and the main way you push things is through your spotify and through mm. your instagram and through you see a lot of people like yeah i'm just doing it straight through there through their name so I think that was one thing that I haven't really like when I came out here and I was like I made loads of music mm. but I don't have anything out underneath Joe Snow you know what I mean yeah. so I was like that was one of the main reasons of doing um, yeah like uh, yeah man that was uh, but I know I know you know me you yep. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> still gets me with that one <laughs> so yeah. talking of names of crews and, and all that Upper Echelon is that yeah. was that like another alias sort of Defenders of Style or? no so that was um that's basically a Jack and it started off as Jack and Disgust yep. and they wanted to do like some more up tempo like uh, you know like the scenes were changing back in England mm, and yeah. it was kind of like the yeah the style of hip hop you know what I mean like with like grime smashing it and like drill being introduced mm. and like like really bassy like faster flows were more um yeah mum were more like the sound. So they think they they wanted to like make a yeah, create something to cater to that to that audience. So it started off as those two and then yeah, and then obviously we all just ended up jumping on it. Yeah. But that's mainly yeah, that's mainly disgust and, and yeah, dance okay. is upper echelon. I know um no I'm Priest I suppose. Yeah, Priest is on Sonic Lords. And basically yep. yeah, Priest came out here. Sorry a minute. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Priest came out here and um uh just come visit us. And yeah. And he um yeah, and he played me it all, and I was like, fuck that, I'm jumping on this, you know what I mean? And rang him up, was like, yo, send me through some beats, dance. I'm jumping on it. But like, yeah. But they wanted something they could do live, so I only did yeah, a couple yeah. of verses on it. Yeah. So, yeah. it was released in Feb 2018, despite Bandcamp telling us it was released on the 23rd of December, 1913. Is that a significant date, or is that... Probably. Yeah? It will be, you know? Like, so basically the whole idea of it was... Yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, they wanted to hide loads of Easter eggs in there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's, um, like, if you bought the hard copy, yeah, it's been ages, I can just tell them now. If yeah. you bought the hard copy, then they wouldn't, um, the numbers were, they weren't numbered one, two, three, four, five. They were numbered as a phone number, and you rang it up, <laughs> and it gave you a download code to, like, a different track that's, like, unreleased. <laughs> like, yeah, and there was, there, and there's, there's quite a few things in there. There was, like, it was all themed around phones, and, like, uh, yeah, like sure. so they, yeah, really, like, Loads of like little Easter eggs and hidden things in there that like, if you listen back, then you pick up on. So it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know whether that's one of them. Yeah. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that wasn't like, that was. It will. Yeah. It could hold some relevance. I mean, it could just be a fuck up as well. Yeah. It's very easy. On, it could easily be both. Like it's, uh, <laughs> that's super fresh. That's it a that's cool. a really cool idea, man. Yeah, mum. So there's a remix album as well in 2019. Yeah, production yeah. Heaps of dudes. What prompted the idea for a remix album? I think like just that, yeah, man. Like there's just so many, so many dope producers mm. like that, that we've like been meaning to work with over the years. And yeah. again, like a lot of this, like I'm over here at this point, yeah. so like this is all this is all disgust and dance and that. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't really hold much weight with these ones. But yeah, um, okay. but yeah, man. Like um, I think it's just there's been so many producers that we wanted to work with. Mm over the years like from just all up and down the uk yep. and this was a good excuse to do it you know what yeah. I mean? right so how was working with your crew back in leeds and living in melbourne yeah i mean it just it, it yeah it is what it is man <laughs> like you just gotta make it work like i was 
yeah, I love, I love like making music and my mates and my family and that. But I just couldn't stay in Leeds any longer. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was like it just wasn't wasn't a positive place for me, man. I had to yeah. had to have a switch up, and obviously that meant that my music took a bit of a hit. But I think like in the long run, though, it's like it's it's probably better. Like our mm. audience has grown out here mm. since then, and like you know, what I mean, like. Um, Priest and me did a tour out here, which we'd have never done. You know what I mean? I'm going to get Dan's out next year and we're going to tour. So, like, you know, I mean, I think it's like as much as like it's it's opening up opportunities as well as like it makes it difficult to regard. And like, I mean, it's mainly just a video part that's hard to do. Mm. Doing a lot of green screening and things like that Mm. when you want to when you want to shoot clips. Or like I've just like in Leeds for just do as much as I can when I'm in like Leeds for two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was that sort of like the first experience that you had having to, you know, create music from a different country with other people in different countries and shit, sending yeah. stuff over the internet and whatever? I mean, I suppose. I think, like, um, I got quite, like, I was, um, yeah, I got quite into, like, the socialising part of the music thing and, like, making the links and the contacts and stuff. So I was very much, like, as soon as... Facebook started like, mm. and you realize, oh fuck, you can like, you can literally find a promoter in any city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you just go to like, call. Cool, I want to work in Bristol, right? I'll go see who split. Go on one of the Split Profits guys' pages. Who's the um? When was the last gig? Mm. Who hosted that gig? Call, drop him a message. Mm. You know what I mean. So I was really into the whole like, uh, yeah, working with different people in different places through the internet. Um, yeah, I suppose. No, I mean. It's the first time that we've done like projects over the. I think that this this one with because I didn't really do much, do many projects with. Um, like a lot of them, I'll have recorded in Leeds when I was there. Yeah. So the first project that we're doing now is me and Dan's have got something that's nearing finished, mm. and that's all being done like by sending stems to each other, mm. like back and forward, which it can be more effective than, than actually sitting in a studio yeah. and, and doing it. To be honest, but I mean. It's whether you get the vibe part of it because you can't bounce ideas off each other. So yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see when, when people... Um, like, there's pros and cons, you know what I mean, to everything. But it's more just... you just got to work with what you've got. So that's that's what we... Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, true that. So yeah. into 2018, we had Nosedive by Defenders of Style, released on Pang Productions with production from Adam Coates and Mus Volkov. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, did you introduce the rest of the Defenders to the Pang crew? Um, yeah, I mean, so have, I'm trying to think if this is before or after Henry's come out. I think Henry's already, yeah, Henry's come out and then, so yeah, so Henry's met all of, uh, all of my boys out here, I think, yep. by this point. And, um, but yeah, man, I mean, like, uh, it's just that, yeah, it was just an automatic link up, like, yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't wait for the day that fucking Moss Volkov and Jack Dan sit in a room together, man. I yeah. think, like, the world might implode. <laughs> but, like, uh, but yeah, man, like, I just really wanted, like, um, an EP with both of my crews from, mm. like, you know what I mean? They both hold, like, so much, like, uh, like weight in my life. Mm. I wanted to, like, create one thing for it. Mm. So, um, so yeah, man, we just got a load of beats off Coots and, and then went back with them. And when I was in England, we just started recording to it, really. And, yeah, man. And, like, and we'd never put out a wax either. We'd never put anything oh, out on wax because it's just... It's one of those where it's like, again, if you don't have label backing, then yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, we were all broke, you know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like pulling together three or four grand to make a fucking yeah. thing. And all of you having the money at the same time, you know what I mean? It was just something that just didn't ever really happen. I think we'll probably look into doing a bit more of it now. Yeah. Maybe even doing some old releases. Like, I'd love to see Death of Meaning on Bible oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Something like that. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, man, I think... Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good, man. Just getting everything. Yeah, all on one it must be like pretty cool. I mean, you know, like being the centerpiece between these two crews. You yeah, know, like it. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like like the whole the whole industry is like that, though, isn't it? Like yeah. it's kind of like that's like um, you know what I mean? Like all of the stuff that we're, that, um, we're doing with Scratches Records now. Yeah, that yeah. all just bounces off the back of um, Musty and Peace Murph being mates. You know what I mean? And me being in. So my partner's Where's from. She? She's from. Um, Sydney so I spend a bit of time up there each year yep. and so I was just like yo who should I work with you know what I mean so everything's all kind of built up through like who you know and it? so it's yeah but yeah man I think yeah it's I think it's more just a fact on how like 
on how they're both like such good mates. Yeah. Even though some of them haven't even met each other, you know what I mean? But they've got <laughs> no, like this sure. banging project together. Like, yeah, man. Nah, I, yeah, I really vibe off that project, just yeah. in what it represents. Yeah, dope. Yeah. So, the collaborative efforts of yourself and Adam Coates released the Fisherman's Friends EP in April 2019 <laughs> and the Fisherman's Friends Mint Edition in Feb 2020. Yeah, both yeah. entirely produced by Adam Coots, with the addition of both releases forming a double A side record release this year. Yeah. Um, man, where did this idea come from? Coots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coots are just really high. I think it was like <laughs> uh, started writing some fishing bars, and then like yeah, it just kind of took off. Yeah. Because um, yeah, the um, like the before we put that out, we'd done. We were writing that at the same time that we did the track with Nerve, the first one. Yeah. So like that's yeah. why there's all the fishing stuff in the Nerve uh, clip. Like yeah, because because <laughs> that's at the same time that we just on this fishing thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I've never fished in my fucking life. I don't think any of us have. You know what I mean? None of us know fuck all about fishing. Just hitting up retainer like yo, yo, yeah. what's a what's yeah. a bobby knocker? <laughs> what is it? Not a bobby knocker. Whatever the thing is that bobs in the water. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Like um, yeah, yeah. Just doing this whole project on fishing, but it's. It's jokes, man. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, and it's always easy to have like uh, something to to drop back to. Mm. Mm. And I think like especially with Coots, like he's got like so many like like just this this jokes punchlines and like just his his whole style like not taking it serious. I and mean, then he'll just drop this like this crazy deep like uh, like metaphoric like thing just right in the middle of it all. So you just have all these like crazy punchline things. I and mean, then like yeah, like. Uh, yeah, today, tomorrow, just memories and daydreams. And, like, yeah. you know, it's just got deep and philosophical and mm. then got straight back to, like, rapping about cooking a fish. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. like, it's a really, yeah, unique project, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, just any opportunity to work with Coots, man, I love yeah. his, I love his shit and, like, just, yeah, like, having a project. Like, uh, like because obviously this whole COVID thing's been going on, so we haven't actually had chance to do any gigs mm. with that. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to, like, it opening back up and hopefully we can do do a few shows like where yeah man where we can do a lot of that material yeah were you always planning on doing the mint edition as well or is it sort of did that come as a it was it was kind of like um yeah i think like we'd we'd got through the first part and then we just carried on making more tracks about fishing yeah and then it was like oh shit man we should maybe you know what i mean like where do you stop it because there's one called like there's a really cool tangerine one. And I was like, man, we should do a full album with that because it's got like, I don't know, like spicy mandarin or something like that, man. Like it's some crazy. No, I think, I don't know whether that one's done yet. But yeah, but yeah man. Yeah, I think like it just, it just kind of worked. And and I think with the first one being like more or less exactly 20 minutes mm-hmm. and like you want 40 minutes for a vinyl. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a natural progression and like, just yeah, made man. sense to do the yeah. second part and yeah. press it on wax and whatnot. Yeah, man. And like and also it's just like more or less like most things that we do with punk, mm. it just makes sense to do on wax because like Musty and the lads have like way before I was working with them managed to build up such a solid following. Yeah. That yeah. like uh, just anything that comes out on wax there's like a set amount of people that are just like, I'm getting it because it's on punk and I'll listen to it when it comes to my house, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've got like a really like uh, so it's kind of like you've got a solid base to know that that you can put this put a record out without mm. yeah without losing cash basically yeah you know what without I mean? putting yourself they, out yeah. having a box full of like 150 records that you yeah. can't sell yeah, yeah 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 exactly like they've already put like yeah the the hard work in like building up that fan base so it's like mm. it kind of just makes sense at any opportunity mm. to do it you know what i mean like, mm. I mean, I'm saying that it's, I don't have to do much of a work. Must he's there, like <laughs> yeah. grafting his ass off every night, putting it all together. But like, yeah, it's it's one of those, isn't it? I think yeah. it's it's definitely worth it, man. Well, like, that's just the watching thing. Stuff on wax. It's like it's oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing as well. Like with how much work these people are putting in, mm. it's well deserved oh, that 100%. people are just gonna yeah. cop it. Hundred percent. Must he's a machine, man. It's like he's just like. Just everything. He's yeah. like that guy with like, you know, the spinning plates and like keeping them all spinning at the same time. Yeah. He's like literally anything, anything at all. And like, and it's not just like he can do it. It's like he's fucking mastered it. Like yeah. he's a perfectionist. Yeah. Like, mm. he's like, yeah, man, he's, yeah, he's a don. He's a don. Mad lucky to work with that guy. <laughs> I gotta say, I was pretty wigged out when I first saw the album cover and title because <laughs> I've always had a packet of Fishman's friends in my pocket literally for past like fucking eight years. years. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. I'm like obsessed with Fisherman's friends. So yeah. especially I, the mint boys. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw 
Adam Coates posted this thing like Fisherman's was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> like, is he, have you made that for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just get so, advertised yeah. from all the time now, you know, and oh, like, really? just constantly like my <laughs> algorithm would just picked up to be like, this guy wants Fisherman. I'll never yeah. eat him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, that's funny. Um, <clears throat> so you're also involved, if not pioneered, uh, the guilty party slash one takes you've brought this over from leeds right yeah yeah like yeah, what you man. were saying before you and uh who was it so that started it yeah it was matter and uh mr riss from alphabetics yeah like yeah man we um we basically we started running nights and then set up a guilty party youtube yeah just alongside it to kind of push the events to start with and then matter really did a lot of the, the start of the channel he was the one organizing a lot of the the early videos yeah and then um yeah when um when i came out here and me sinks and abel started working on the high track stuff mm. it was like we um yeah and we made a video and we were like we want to put it out is there like do we start a youtube from scratch is there like platforms out rah, rah, like where you know what i mean like who do we and there wasn't loads you know like there's i mean there is there's quite a few but like as far as like in the uk there's thousands man there's thousands and thousands and some of them are on like you know what i mean like sptv and jdc and all that like the crazy amounts of subscribers and that and like out here there's like a few you know what i mean but there's yeah there was just the lack of them man so we were like fuck it let's uh, let's start working on our own stuff man and like uh, like uh, dave uh, abel's got this banging like studio and that so mm. it just kind of made sense man like yeah yeah and it's uh again man like going back to like the the social side of music and that it's like it gives you an excuse to meet everyone in the scene True you know what i mean like any any artist that you respect or like might have a di bit of a different style to you or like something that like you know what i mean like you get to like just cocoa come around saturday get mm. some beers in and it's like it's a real good jam and like you just got like yeah like four or five different artists coming through the day like and just mm. cracking beers with them all filming them it's good fun to do man mm. like yeah they're very mm. fresh man like big ups to you and the rest of the guilty party team for putting this shit on for the scene man it's yeah. really awesome to see yeah, man, so I'd... many dope rappers man on it like yeah. hon air mm. from down deep east yeah yeah cadet x pretty much every single every single one i've watched they're yeah, they're man. all fresh yeah yeah so yeah yeah i buzz off working with everyone on it man it's good mm. fun it's good fun now eh? yeah so we had Sinks on last season and spoke on the formation of High Tracks and your recent signing with Scratches Records. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to just maybe run through that? Be cool to, I guess, hear your side of it as well. Yeah. And, and you know, if if you got some High Tracks stuff in the in the woodworks. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it basically started out that um, like for me, like Abel's a banging producer mm. and his bass music is really what sets him. Like that's where I think he just sets him levels above um i'd never really done much 140 stuff like at all so like uh, but he was he dropped us a track and was like yeah do you want to do something on this and like yeah and i wrote to it that was like legend and he was like oh you should listen to this stuff i'm doing with sinks it's like yeah he's uh, he's doing something similar and then we're like oh we'll link up on a track and then one track turned into two and it was like oh, let's just let's just start a full project here really like yeah man yeah it's just it's fun it's like really experimental i'm I'm looking mm. forward to dropping like the ep it's more or less finished we've got a last recording session on it tomorrow just to like iron out some creases yep and then yeah man scratches are gonna press it up oh, we've got like yeah got um some yeah man got some crazy ideas for videos some dope features on there yes and like and it's just kind of like really experimental you know mm. what i mean like it's it's definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone mm. which which is always healthy to do. So, so yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. And like, it's mad fun doing shows at that tempo as well, man. <laughs> like really hard, yeah. really hard. You got to have a lot of stamina, but like, yeah, I was reading like an ocean wisdom um, interview and he was like, he had to start hitting the gym and that because he realized like just to keep up like mm -hmm. the momentum to be able to rap like a fucking machine gun for, <laughs> for half an hour. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, man, it's just, it's a lot more high energy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you got to play a lot later on though, so you got to stay mad sober yeah. until like two o'clock. Did you cut it? 
You know what I mean? You can't do those when you're slurring your speech. Yeah. So like, yeah, you gotta be really sober until the middle of it because it's all in the, when the rave kicks off. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, yeah, we both we both caught the um, scratches launch earlier in the year yeah. at um, Bar Three Hundred Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh, so yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, gotta check it out. Yeah, I love that venue, man. Mm. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs 303, holding yeah. it down for all of us. So, yeah. what's the story? Yeah, the sloped, because I've heard two, <laughs> the sloped floor. Yeah. I don't know. So, I heard one that it was, um, is it an obituary or something where oh. where they like, uh, they, it was an old one and they're like, it's for, so the blood can slow down. Oh, fuck. But then, but when I heard, but when I heard it was, um, it was an old cinema and that one makes a bit more sense. That yeah, makes okay. a bit of sense. You know what I mean? Like, one's really, but like, yeah, it'd be good to find out, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even yeah. just, just as a room for like people to play in, yeah. everyone's standing yeah. in there. It sort of like pushes you to the front yeah. as well. It's such mm. a good idea for a venue to yeah, have completely. like that slope well, thing. Can, yeah, because also like if you're right at the back, you can still see everyone because it's like slope. Very so, true. Yeah, it's, yeah. I love that venue, man. It's yeah. fresh. It's yeah. fresh. I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, my heart's always with Grumpy's. Yeah, like, straight up. Rest yeah. in peace. Like, yeah, that place was oh, so good. Mm. So, Were you so there good. for their... Um, last day like the... i wasn't in i wasn't in melbourne i was in sydney uh, so yeah. i couldn't make it man but yeah it was, man it yeah, was love... fucking rockets man and like yeah and he just yeah man yeah they're just such a good set of people as well they just did it all because they loved they loved like the music you know mm. what i mean they just yeah. put on things that they wanted to see themselves yeah and like and cops like a load of shit as well you know what i mean had to deal with a load of stuff mm. like man yeah so much respect for that joint mm. uh, yeah some uh, some banging times there <laughs> Well, I think we're sort of getting to the end here, man. Yeah. Is there anything that we've missed that you want to touch on? I mean, yeah, that's literally gone through all of it, man. Yeah, like it's, oh, uh, cool. yeah. yeah man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What, what, so, so what are you listening to at the moment? What's What's been your hot picks from 2020? I mean, at the moment, man, like, so I'm doing, um, like... Like my day job is I run I run music workshops in a oh, in a yeah in the youth detention centres. Yep. Like, so I listen to loads of like Polo G and Little Baby and like yeah, proper like the stuff for all the all the young lads listen to. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like it's like yeah, I'm I'm getting into Polo G, you know, a bit. I think yeah. it's pretty dope. Like, but um, yeah, yeah, man. Like a lot of that stuff. I'm I'm really liking what's coming out of Australia, man. Yeah. Like yeah, there's so many like the younger generation are just smashing it, man. It's really inspiring to watch. And mm. like loads of them are self-made as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're doing it like, or like they're setting up their own things like Nerve and No One Network and shit yep. like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're really, like it's it's yeah sick to watch, man. Like so yeah, I'm enjoying a lot of stuff out of, out of that stuff. Yeah, man. Cool. Right. You um yeah you touched on it at the start on on some projects that are going to be coming out pretty soon do you want to just run yeah. through them again quickly yeah um, so we've got um probably the, the first one to get dropped will be me and sinks with like yeah that fresh pastries yep um yeah with a lot of features <laughs> from like yeah and that was just like just filmed in lockdown yeah i mean recorded over lockdown um me and jack have been working on a project at duns so that'll be really cool because i think like Thinking back, we haven't even really done a track with just me and him on it. Like, if I think yeah, okay. back, I don't know if there is one. Yeah, right. you know, Like, all of the Defenders ones. So it was like, yeah, man. Like, really good just to, like, put a project together with my man. And, like, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And then, yeah, I've got my solo album, which is nearing finished. Like, it's... Yeah, man. But, like, I've been working on that for, like, three years or something. Yeah. Man. Like, there's a track on there that took me four months to write. And again, it's got loads of like all the Easter eggs and shit. Yeah, in it. So yeah. like, there's loads of like, yeah, man. So I think like, I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna release that now. Like, I've got like got a lot of it sorted, and like, I suppose it's when it. I think I'll put that out through Pang. Yep. So mm. I suppose it's when when works with the team for that to drop as yeah. well. So that might be like a little bit later on, or maybe do some slow drops. We'll see. We'll see, man. I think like yeah. So a lot, a lot of stuff to come. That's yeah, pretty exciting. Man. Yeah, yeah, and we got the high tracks thing. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got the yeah. other high tracks EP. So yeah, that's gonna be, and we're gonna do like what we did with the Fisherman Friends, where we put the first one uh, yeah. on one side and the other one on the other, See. and drop it on wax through scratches, man. So fresh. So yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting times, man. Just wanna, just want things to open up so we can start doing gigs again, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, man. We'll get there. Very yeah. excited for all this stuff to yeah. come out. I'm yeah, man. Super keen to hear it all. Yeah, so yeah, well I'll, I'll send you some stuff through, man. You can have a listen. Yeah, That'd be bro. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, bro. Um anyone you want to shout out? Oh, yeah, just all the Defenders crew. All the punk production lot. Scratches Records. 
just yeah of a yeah man just the melbourne scene in general man like it's mm. sick to be able to when i first moved out here you know what i mean i didn't know i didn't know anything man i didn't know whether i'd still managed to carry on making music so mm. so to be able to come out here and still yeah and still do what i love to do man it's sick so yeah just to anyone who bumps my shit there you go yeah yeah and to do that hop on to joe snow on spotify instagram yep instagram yep. your 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 solo stuff through the defenders of style Bandcamp. yeah 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 so um so my first one is through ds yep. and then the second one is through ds and punk yep yeah so, fresh so yeah well man thank you very much for coming on the podcast no, uh, for we really man. appreciate your time and yeah wish you all the best for us to come yeah safe safe cheers all thank right. you bro it's been your say peace peace